Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hey. Well, hello. Welcome, everybody. Sorry to be late this morning. Yeah, we were doing a sound check and it was like, there is something Some really, really static. So we yep. just wanted to make sure that everything sounded really good and kind of rearranged ourselves a tidge. Yep. So that we can talk to each other. Yeah, and kind talk of to you a little different setup we're experimenting with here. Yeah. So yeah, I like we it so far. Loving the uh, the uh, new studio. Um, yeah. The yeah, we we got all these the what do you call them? Acoustic tiles mm-hmm. and got the stuff yesterday to be able to start setting all of those up. And yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, give us a shout out about where you're where you're listening from. Um, welcome anyone that's new. Uh, to the show and uh, really glad that y'all could join us today. Um, it is uh, April 12th. Is it? It's almost the I middle of you. April. Um, yeah. We all have three days. Three days? Oh, yeah. Bef- it, 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 it's, yeah. Last I checked. Before Friday be- or before? Be- no, before uh, <laughs> it's April 15th, which is oh, taxes, of course. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, it was, it was funny. I was, uh, when I was on that girl's trip this last weekend, um, all of them said, oh, crap. I need to mm-hmm. all yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, and it's so gorgeous out here. Uh, yeah, yeah. The weather took a turn. We're finally warming yeah. up. The snow in the yard is pretty much all gone except in the shade. Yeah. And so, yeah, it definitely is starting yeah. to feel like spring. I, uh, I have my mom <clears throat> coming over later on today and we're going to plant flowers. Excellent. Yeah. A little bit of uh, quality, um, quality uh it's the 18th this year thank there you, you Hugo, because that shows how much i pay attention to the dates i right. just know that it's like yeah. you know historically this is the thing yeah um 73 degrees in scottsdale yesterday it was almost 80 degrees here yeah and the snow is melting quickly yeah. so um it's uh, we went on a walk and and mm-hmm. uh, all of the the uh drainage systems that they have th- uh, through this area are Running. very nicely full yeah um which is good because it's been a like such an incredibly big drought. So yeah. we have announcements. We can get past yeah, the weather of, and, you know, yeah. all of our personal stuff. I got a couple but. listed here. Um, BHPH mm-hmm. United for the starts on the 30th. Mm-hmm. So we're just over about two and a half weeks away from that. Mm-hmm. So just uh, if you're planning to do BHPH yeah. you you got to get those uh, tickets bought and get out uh-huh. there to Vegas. And then the 3rd of May, uh, right on the heels of that, the is next the, day. Uh, the, the NEO User Summit. And we will be at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that. We've, got, uh, we've got a lot of clients on NEO, and it's, uh, it's going to be good training. Yeah. So looking forward to and, that. Um, also just following up on the dealer action forum you know we've i gotta tell you we haven't gotten much feedback on that um hey, maybe that's not as important to dealers yeah maybe it's not as important and you i know, think it's true think that a lot of dealers don't really fully know how much they need that like they just don't realize yeah, how that important and it is. i think it's that and i think it's um oh yeah i need to do that maybe. oh yeah i need to do so you know if you haven't maybe. had a chance to uh to weigh in on that but if we don't get feedback and we can don't get support from dealers on this we we can't really mobilize on your behalf so yeah, we gotta like, get, uh, yeah, you gotta exactly. do your part which is kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today which is mm-hmm. collections which i also got to say is um we we've made the decision to make collections may. the theme for the entire month of may mm-hmm. so we will be bringing and we invite um yeah. you know submissions if you have certain subjects inside collections that you'd like to see us bring we're going to be uh, pretty much scheduling out the whole month of May uh, on uh, collections yeah. topics. So yeah, please. And we'll be inviting um, specialists to the conversation in various parts of that. So look forward to that. But yeah, we we came today to talk about accountability. 
And that yes. whole thing about that, that line between friendly and firm and how do we, mm-hmm. can we be both friendly and firm without getting too friendly and how do we hold folks accountable? We, we, so, we uh, discussed this quite a bit this morning and we were talking about, um, and I, I don't think we'll get into it today, but like the, the difference between being friendly and being a friend. Yeah. Um, and, and there's, you know, there, you can be really friendly and still hold that line. The minute yeah. you cross that line into friend, it's like, Oh, you can make an exception. Yeah. We and I've got a story I can tell around that if, if we have yeah. time, I, I don't know that we need to tie it into what we're doing today, but it certainly is that, that line that we all have to walk about being friendly, but we also have in our collections departments and in and, and our relationships with our customers and collections, we're all familiar with that idea that if we give an inch, some customers want to take that mile. Yeah. And so how do we navigate that in collections? We want to be friendly. We encourage our, our folks to be friendly and helpful with customers. Mm-hmm. And, and then one of the things I always tell collections supervisors in particular and, and collectors, but it's really more of the supervisor's judgment is when is the customer crossing into taking advantage? Like we want to be flexible. We want to be cooperative and helpful. Mm-hmm. And then when we see that the customer starting to take advantage of that, then we obviously have to, that's, that's a line that yeah. a collection supervisor needs to be able to identify. So that's also part of what we had in mind to talk about here today. So, mm-hmm. but I think one of the first things to think about is accountability and, and, and really when you think about holding someone accountable and, and for today, it's, it's really around collections is when we're going to hold somebody accountable, it's accountable to what, like, what is the understanding? And uh, you know, that was another thing we were talking about this morning is that, uh, that it's one thing to have it in the contract, to have mm-hmm. it as something that's written, you know, those, those pieces that are, that you need to hold people, that people need to be held accountable to. Right. Um, uh, those things are obviously are in the contract and, and, you know, we've talked before about how when you go in and you purchase something that's big, that requires pages of documentation and, 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 uh, all of that that there's typically an awful lot going in the head of the purchaser right? and, um, and that there's a really good possibility that there are, um, you know, they're going to walk away. It's like, I have to make a payment. This is what I have to make, but not all of the other things around the stuff. I mean, sure. there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of times confusion about due dates. There's confusion about, you know, if you, uh, there's just confusion a lot of times about mm-hmm. a lot of those things. So, um, you know, we, when you say communicate, it's like, it's one thing to have it in the contract. You need to have it in the contract. Where do you go to make sure that that, that has been really, really communicated so that they yeah. know what to be, what they really are being held accountable to? And I don't know that it's possible to communicate every single policy that you're going to have and handling all kinds of matters re- related to the account throughout. So it's not like you're going to, you know, give them every single policy about how you handle every single thing. But certainly at the time of delivery, we hope that we're communicating as clearly as we can, because it is like you talk about that. It's like that drinking from a fire hose thing on the day that you're buying as a customer. It's like, there's a whole lot to come at you. It's hard to remember all of it. We like the idea of sending kind of reinforcement videos as we've talked about in the past to help kind of drive home the thing. But I think as much as anything, what we want to do is, probably drive home the approach that's going to be collections is part of the reason that we like to see the collections department participate in or handle the actual loan closing. We like to see a handoff from the sales department to the collection department, because now as the collection supervisor or collector, I can communicate with a customer because now 
the, the relationship is kind of coming to a close with the sales department. It's starting with the, the finance department or the collections department. And so now it's important to have the, the dialogue, you know, involve the collection department if possible. If the, if so the, how would you do that? I mean, cause it's some, uh, you know, obviously IRS rules are the, the RFC, which is the collections department. If you're doing a related finance, mm-hmm. um, have to be different entrants, you know, all of that. So there might, and we've seen many dealers where it's a completely different building. Yeah. I mean, I think we, um, I don't want to get too far off on that because there, there are different ways to do that. You could do it virtually. You could walk the customer down. If it's the next building over, you walk them over and introduce them to the collection department and they handle the loan closing. They've got to be ready for it. They've got to make sure that they're scheduled and, and available to handle that. But I think the key thing there is just handing off the communication from the sales department to the collection department so that mm-hmm. Now, going forward, if we're going to have a three and four year relationship with this customer, we need to make sure that the the communication is clear between the collections folks and the customer. And, you know, when I think about what I want to communicate, it's really about expectations and how to hold the customer accountable to those expectations. Over the years, I've written articles. I'm thinking of one that I wrote, and I think the topic or the title is something along the line of Friday means Friday. So it means mm-hmm. it's that kind of that thing about, and this is true. You see me do this in other relationships, personal relationships, family, whatever. It's like, you know, this is our understanding. So unless we replace it with another understanding, I expect this is still where we stand, right? Mm-hmm. So unless, if you change the rules and didn't tell me, that's one thing. But unless unless we communicate very clearly, I'm thinking this is our understanding. This is our agreement. We're operating mm-hmm. from that agreement. Right now, would you, I mean, obviously there are going to be many things in the contract. Uh-huh. You know, there are things we can communicate with them after the close. You know, we've talked about doing short videos and sending them via like a string of a, the, the next day, mm-hmm. you know, two days later, uh, five days later, whatever of just the highlights, um, which, you know, is, uh, that's pretty easy to do. Most, most of our DMSs or whatever, um, have the capability of being able to send or, uh, yeah. Sure. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, I kind of want to, um, I, where I, my mind was going was that there's, you know, to hold people accountable and, you know, you are, you have something written down, like this is the due date Friday, mm-hmm. the due date is Friday, the due date is Friday period. And then internally there's always like, okay, when are we holding them accountable to that date? Mm-hmm. And so it's one thing, you know, to, uh, to say this is your due date, but I mean, it's all <clears> over <throat> the board sure. when we talk to dealers about uh, it's Friday means Friday, um, their due date is Friday. And, and it's like, uh, you know, we don't reach out to them until the following Monday or maybe whatever. And we start, you know, the, there's, there's kind of, um, what I've witnessed is that there frequently in dealerships, there's not a really set process set in collections about this. I mean, that, that things are set in like in, in motion, boom, 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 boom as well, which kind of holds people that much more accountable if, um, because I, from things we've talked about, uh, you know, once you allow things to go Mm -hmm. longer than what, Right. But the contract says, then you've basically opened the door for the entire contract for that to go. Yeah. And I think we, we might want to save that particular topic for one of our uh, episodes in May, because I, I think there's a lot of tangents off of this, right? There's a lot of different things to kind of go back to, but I think really what we're talking about is 
what is the policy? Mm-hmm. Have we been clear about what the policy is? So let's just pick due dates for a minute. Uh-huh. Are we clear about that? Now, I'm not, and I didn't say at the start of, start of the show about our announcements, but there's a compliance element to this too, but yes. I, I don't want to dig too deep into that. We're not trying to be attorneys over here, but we solve a lot of our compliance stuff whenever we're consistent, because when we start getting inconsistent, playing favorites, and why do we, why do we give this Absolutely. privilege to one and not the yeah. other? That starts to look um, problematic from a compliance standpoint. But again, we're not trying to teach compliance over here as much as we're trying to teach practices that will lend well to, you know, your compliance strategy. But really what I'm saying is, Whatever the policy is, we need to announce it and we need to be consistent about it. Will we ever deviate from it? Sure. We'll make exceptions and we'll have a clear policy for how we make an exception. Um, that's a really important management part that I think we could be a different tangent again. But oh, yeah. it's like when I think about this accountability to the understanding is that it's clear. We Nobody's changed the understanding. It's well documented that your due date is Friday. So the answer for me would be, and I think you would just say, the, the action kicks in on Saturday morning. Like our understanding was Friday. Mm-hmm. You didn't meet Friday. We're talking about a customer who has shown that they don't manage their money very well. Traditionally, they have not. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what the history yes. says. Yeah. That's why they're in a buy here, pay here dealership often. They haven't managed money very well. They haven't been very um, disciplined about, you know, so if there's a retraining element to what happens here. And that's why accountability is so important. We can't, we can't expect, expect different behavior unless we use different practices, right? And so there's nothing that I'm going to say this morning that should sound like we're being ruthless and difficult and exacting a policy or, or something on a customer that is unreasonable. It's, I, I agree. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things when I, when I started in on, um, first off, I wanted to, Facebook user said, call it a, um, Payment servicing departments versus collections. I have no problem. Um, and and I was like, customer success is another thing that it's like this is the customer success department. This is your rep. Yeah. This is the person who's going to help you be able to to be successful with your with your loan. Sure. And you know, but I it's it yeah. it, help, it does help to you know there's a there's a, a stigma to collections. Yeah, and, and the other so thing I that, that I find there's also some confusion about collections. Sometimes collections, like some banks refer to collections as only like asset recovery, like back end, uh-huh. you know, recovery of assets, whatever. So there sometimes collections has multiple meanings. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm fine with calling it the payment servicing yeah. department or you know, customer but success. I, um, before I kind yeah. of squirreled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that um, I, I think of like an archetype of um, grandma. Okay. Uh, and and I think I brought this up in other shows. It's been quite a while, yeah, but yeah. that this archetype of grandma, I mean, like the grandma that when you drop the kids off, that she has no problem with them. Mm-hmm. And these are when they're home, it's like, um, but she has no problem with them. And it's, and it's, it's because there's uh, with a lot, I think about my mom as a grandma. Um, there's an approach of these are the rules, honey. I will hold you accountable to these rules. Mm-hmm. I really would hate it if I had to take away your privilege to watch television or to do that. But, you know, that's what's going to happen. And then when you take away the privilege, it's like, oh, that sucks. Do you think you can help now? And and then showing them lots of support and love through the process. But it's like that 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 I know with my mom, 
that there's a level of accountability and then Mm -hmm. there's compassion or there's, you know, an embracing or whatever of like, Oh, and, and so there's, I, I, you know, you don't have to go around and, um, you know, hug them, uh, when, but it's, it's about, Oh, we're so glad that, you know, we, we got this figured out and, you know, let us know next time if there's something that's coming up or, you know, if you're having a problem with the, whatever, uh, Mm -hmm. let us know. And so we can work together to do this. So we don't end up in this situation again. And it's, it's, I, yeah, that's that persona, that grandma kind of thing that I've, I've, uh, we've talked to some different, um, uh, some of our different clients and they're like, who should we hire? And I'm like, there's a persona right there that you can. Yeah. yeah. I think I've used Mm -hmm. the example and, and this is true often of management uh, certainly of collections department management. Mm-hmm. I've used the example of Mrs. Claus, like Mrs. Santa Claus. Mrs. Santa Claus. Like if you try to think of somebody whose yeah. first demeanor is jovial, so this is the friendly part. They're able to navigate their work day to day in a very friendly, jovial sort of way. Or even like Santa Claus. And it too, doesn't, but it's like doesn't mean they're a pushover. Yeah, but it doesn't mean yeah. that they're not still holding people accountable. Yeah. But they're doing it in a very loving and jovial way. And so, and kind. so yeah, yeah, it's kind. And so yeah, it's it's about being but so for me, there's a balance in that we can do and you can still do it totally in a friendly way and with a smile on your face is this this idea that I said, you heard me say that managers that worked with me heard me talk about I want to be fair mm-hmm. and I want to be consistent. I'm Every always time we be do a, a, yeah. an onboarding of a new client, it's like this is what I really encourage you to do: fair. Everything and consistent. goes through the through that yeah. filter of fair and consistent. And so, and and I even went so far in working with managers in hiring when I ha- had my own dealership. Keep in mind, by the time I owned a dealership, I had a good eight years in the business, managing and training and all that stuff. So, so I had a lot of experience by the time I became a dealer, and. One of the things I would say to the, the managers at the store was that I would tell them, look, if if we can't take this approach that I won't do for one customer, what I'm prepared to do for every customer, then I don't really want to be in this business. To me, it's not a, it's not a business I'm going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. If I can't have consistency across the board, I'm going to care for my customers, support my customers, be friendly, helpful mm-hmm. with all of them in exactly the same way. It's when the customer starts expecting me to do more than I'm doing for the their the next customer who walks mm-hmm. through the door. That's when I draw the line. Like, no, I'm not prepared to do that. I'm I'm happy to help, but this goes back to the other thing we want to talk about with accountability. Is like, I'm happy to help, and I'm always going to show up and be prepared as a dealer creditor. In this case, I'm always going to be prepared to show up and do my part. However. What I'm going to expect from you is you also show up and be prepared to do your part. Because if I'm going to have to do all the giving, and then next time you're going to ask me to do all the giving, I'm prepared to bring that business relationship to an end. Like and that's, that's that is being fair, and yeah. that's being consistent, yeah. and that's there's nothing being mean about uh, there's nothing mean about. We'll that. take it outside yeah. of collections for a minute. Just take it to any any personal relationship that you have, a business relationship that you have. If it's not a mutually beneficial relationship. And it's always one-sided. I mean, we're going to lose interest in that, yeah. you know? And so, so that just is kind of what I'm bringing to this. And I'm saying, I just, I feel like that's an anchor point of my policies and approach to business is I feel like I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to be helpful. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be ready to do my part with every customer. I'm just going to be asking them to do their part. And if they're not prepared to do their part, I'm going to find, and I'll give you a quick example. Customers would often say, I'd get a manager who would call, and this is where customers start getting experience from other business relationships. Maybe they finance with a buy here, pay a lot in the past. They'll say, Hey, 
you know, I'm having a problem with my, my water pump. I need a new water pump. If you would help me, you know, and sometimes the manager's calling me saying the customer is saying, if, if we would make them the loan, they would happily repay the loan at the end of the note. And I'm just saying, where'd that language come from? Why the end of the note? Like, so that's coming from past experience with another dealer or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe it's coming from the manager. So I would just always try to make sure the manager understood for me. Uh, yeah. When the customer asks, you know, pay for at the end of the note, my answer was just always no. Like that's just, that's asking too much. I have to say though, that, um, that, uh, having a customer reach out to you proactively and saying, here is a solution. Mm -hmm. I need your help. Here's a solution. And then, I mean, that it, it's like, appreciate that. I appreciate that you're, you know, that you're stepping forward and saying, I'm having a problem doing this because I have to do this and this is what it's going to cost. And you can, you know, you, you go through and it's like, that won't work to do it at the end of the note, but here's what we can do. And so I, I you know, when, when I hear oh, that, sure. that, that they're at the, wherever they heard that before, but they're at least being proactive, the customer, the customer's at least being proactive. And that's like, this is the thing, because I mean, how many customers don't even know that, that a dealer will do that. And so they just shut down communication. The car sits there for six months, True. no payment on it. And they've already gone on to the next buy here, pay here dealer before that car is, you know, whatever. True. Um, no, that, that's a different element to the communication mm-hmm. part. It's like the the thing about being able to, um, yeah, certainly if the customer initiates, mm-hmm. that's what we want. We want to yeah. create, because that is one of the expectations is communication. Yeah. That's not just from us. It's not us chasing you down every single time a payment comes due. Mm-hmm. And that's part of, we'll, we'll try to dig mm-hmm. into that in May. Like, I think that's part of what happens. We hear about that with GPS and starter interrupt. It's like, I think there's a retraining opportunity in collections and we, we can do a better job of making sure the customer understands one of their responsibilities is to communicate. Yeah. And if we find it necessary to chase them and chase them and track them down every time a payment becomes past due, that's something that we need to bring to a close. Like that's a problem that we need to solve. Like that's not the way it needs to work. And, and so there's a whole element to that that we can certainly talk about. But I think what I'm really trying to emphasize here is I want to do the same with every customer. I'm, I, I want to be helpful and I want to make sure that they do their part and that they show up and do their part. And when it, I would say, if they're willing to do their part, if they're communicating and they're there, I can go to the end of the earth with a customer like that. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like if they're doing, well, their part, as long as you're still consistent, but yes, if yeah. they're doing their part, it's like, sure. These, we'll as, I, we, we will keep going through these, these boundaries over and over and over again, if we need to. Yeah. And we've got a YouTube video video out there. I think it's also inside the Institute on the, the tenure approach. Mm-hmm. So this is other thing that you bring to this. And in order to be fair and consistent, you can say, I'm going to do this for you. And I'm going to continue to do this for you. I mean, my attitude can be what actually mm-hmm. comes out of my mouth might be different, but my attitude is going to be, I expect you're going to be a customer with me for 10 years mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. And that means that everything that we do in whatever it is, mechanical problem, job mm-hmm. change, whatever we're dealing with today my approach is going to be the same. I expect we're going to get past it Yeah. with a few conditions. I'm going to have to hold you accountable. You're going to have to do your part. Yeah. Right. So this is where yeah. the accountability, whatever that looks like, I'm happy to work through. We're going to work through stuff again and again to next year. It might be something else, whatever. It's like, I'm going to be here to do my part. Mm-hmm. So long as you're willing to do your part. I remember you, um, one of the stories you've, you, you were dealing with, a. uh, this is before I stepped in, yeah. um, a, a dealer that just said, Anything that happens, 
If you're having a problem with with making your payment, come and sit yourself oh, yeah, down sure. at that chair yeah. right there yeah. and let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, George Monte, Montemayor uh-huh. uh, says, I always say, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it can be like, I, I'm going to work with you, um, but I'm going to hold you accountable. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think one thing even beyond that, George, is for us is almost like the actions, because the actions need to say what George has said there is to say that, um, you know, we need to demonstrate in our actions that we're going to take enforcement action. So maybe quickly, I mean, we got a little time. I'll tell the story about we uh, I was managing a dealership in Tennessee and living in Texas and back and forth quite a bit, had a really capable manager in the store. And um, so I would fly in there and spend some time. I remember one particular customer that came to us and wanted to finance. They worked for the um, detail shop up the street that did a lot of our detailing and they saw a car that they liked and they came to us and wanted us to finance. And I've just always been really leery about those because when you start into something where you already have a relationship with a customer or with this person outside mm-hmm. and now they come and they want to finance, I'm always just real careful to tell them. And this is true with friends and family. It's like, I'm happy to help you with financing, but you just need to understand if you step in to our program, you're going to have to live by the same set of rules as everybody else. I think that's, that's true. You know, we've, we've had um, conversations about, uh, like hiring from your client base mm-hmm. um, or allowing your sure. um, it, have it as part of this is internal policy that right. that uh, your your team members can purchase a car. And uh-huh. it's exactly the same as it is for anyone else that walks on the, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's uh that they're going to be held accountable to. We need to make sure that, you know, these things are done. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, so, yeah, it, it, it does create a little bit more, I would imagine just uh, um, people feeling like they can take allowances. Yeah. And, and this yeah. particular person is a really good example of that. And I'm sure our dealer listeners have seen this example in their own situation. It's like this particular customer was, they prided themselves a charmer, right? They just kind of charmed their way through life, big, nice smile, you know? And so they just, in their way, in their life, that's the way they navigated as a charmer. Mm-hmm. And so when they came in, they started expecting because of the relationship that they could take privileges, extra time. I don't need to call. You guys know me. In fact, there was a point where we repossessed the car that they'd actually purchased for their daughter. And we repossessed the car And then I was present in the dealership. I made a point to be there and meet with the the manager and the customer. And I was there as the general manager. And I just listened to them, just vent. They were livid. Could not believe. That you would do that. I mean, how could you do that to us? Right, right. Yeah. I could not believe that it came to that. And of course, I just listened, listened, let them go through their whole thing. Let them them just (laughs) explain, get all their stuff. Uh And I said, "I, I listened to every word. Now I want you to listen to me, you know? And so I just said, this is something we don't. We told you, we don't, you don't get privileges that others don't get. I'm going to do the same. I've asked Donna as our manager to do exactly the same or whatever. It's like, you know, let's do the same thing always. And so that's kind of the thing. It's like, it ended up there. Is it because I changed? Is it because I started granting privileges? I was working to hold people accountable to the same thing. And I just think that that solves a lot of problems in business. It does. It solves a lot of problems in a lot of relationships, but certainly in business, it makes life simpler when we just stay consistent. People know where they stand with us. They know what's expected. 
They know how to, if there's a problem that needs to be resolved, they have a remedy. Yeah. They have a way to go about solving that. So that's kind of the key for me is how to fix that. Yeah. It must be really important. Yes, I agree. Um, taking that, uh, that uh, like I said, one of the superpowers that you have that I've really appreciated, and I think that everyone can can learn from that, is that your ability to, you know, they they talk about you you listen with the intent to respond. Some people do, yeah. And and that when we can when we can uh, um, approach people with listening to the intent to understand mm -hmm. and listen, so people because I how many dealers out there. Uh, that um, someone is all upset about something and, and all they really, uh, well, not all, most of what they really want is someone just to listen and acknowledge their frustration or their, their whatever. And that it, a lot can be resolved just from listening. And it's like, okay, let's work together to figure out how we can resolve this. Yeah. And I think it's natural. It's human nature to, to want to, if I'm upset, and I'm trying to talk to you and you're interrupting me and not let me finish the thing I'm trying to express that I'm going to continue to carry this frustration. In fact, it's probably going to bottle up, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. going to bottle up and, and come out even more. So yeah, I think the best course of action is to let the person finish, express all they want. But I also think that's a really core part of problem solving. If, if you and I have a problem and you're the one expressing the thing, I really can't begin to solve the problem until I fully understand the stuff right uh -huh. so that's I, so as a problem solver for me that's where i'm coming from is like i i need to hear the whole thing I need to understand it all and then i can move forward with suggested remedies or whatever but it's like yeah i think that's just part of it listening is certainly obviously going to be part of any part of collections but i think when it comes to accountability it's just like what are the things and and we need to have consistency and, it, and again it doesn't mean that we don't ever make an exception to our policy but we have a very clear practice for that it's well prescribed so there are still we, rails and yeah. so when you say consistent it's like there's an external mm -hmm. and then there's an internal sure too that you stay consistent with the thing so that if you know if 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 someone else comes in and says well you did such and such for so and so is like if there's a problem come and sit down and we will have the conversation and yeah part of the reason that rails. example about you know come and sit down is like it that's part of how you earn something is like you show up like you come in here and you're willing to meet with me you show up and communicate and now when you do that part i'm prepared to do my part so that's mm -hmm. why that manager was using that example of sit in that chair yep. and i add the part about there's not going to be any problem that comes up during the time that we have a business relationship there's not going to be any problem that comes up that we can't solve if you come sit in that chair and talk, yep. right it just won't happen there's nothing yep. that's going to come up that we can't figure out together mm -hmm. okay so when we bring that approach, I can still hold folks accountable. So I think the key thing for me on the accountability piece is you have rails and you have an ability to make an exception to your policy. Mm -hmm. But the customer in this example has got to earn that, that flexibility. Mm -hmm. So how do they do that? That varies depending on what the situation is, what we require of them. We might be requiring, if they say they had a short paycheck, we might ask them to produce a copy of the paycheck or whatever. They can earn some flexibility. Mm -hmm. But just to demand it or just to expect it without doing their part is the part that I think we have to be, we have to be prepared to dig in a little bit there. Still friendly, like Hughes and George is we're very kind about it. We don't have to be weak about it. We stand our ground. We have a policy. It was the same with everybody. 
So that's something I did find it necessary to say to some customers, look, I'm not asking you to do anything that I haven't asked every customer in the same situation in the past to do. I'm not holding you to a different standard. It's the same standard I always use. So I'm not asking you to do anything different. So that rarely was that necessary to actually express verbally, but that's the mindset that you bring into it. It's like, I'm not asking you to do anything that we don't ask every customer in that situation to do. I'm happy to help. Here's what I need from you in order to provide that help. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to hold them accountable to that. And if they're not prepared to do that, then I'm, again, I'm prepared to end the relationship because I'm thinking about this thing over 10 years. And if this is how it's going to be for 10 years, I'd rather just bring it to an end now. Like this is not how I want to do business for 10 years. It's, if you're yeah, not prepared to, take. if yeah. you're not prepared to do your part in this relationship, then I'm prepared to end it now. And so this, because I don't want our team to be tied up in making exceptions and somebody's really, you know, so that's where people get, and this is where we lose collectors is because they get frustrated because this there's inconsistency and, and, you know, it's hard for me to hold people accountable and, and it's a frustrating enough job as it is. Yeah without us complicating it by not being consistent. Yeah. So anyway, Absolutely. it's probably a good place to wrap up. I think there's, you can tell there's just tons to talk about. <laughs> we picked up so many uh, kind of tangents. Well, we're, we're going to be uh, the month of May. We're going to be talking right. about collections throughout the, throughout the month. Um, and uh, if there's something in particular that uh, you out there would like to, please, yeah, let us yeah, know. Please let us know where um, we're actually going to be working on that act, that, uh, that, calendar mm-hmm. um during this week yep. so for all of next month so um if there's something that you would like to to have us cover uh send us a note and i would say think um, of it not just in terms of what you would like to have us cover for your employees or your team or what mm-hmm. you'd like it to be able to express to your team or get training with help for yourself mm-hmm. think about what you would like for us to to be able to express to your customers mm-hmm. like that because it's kind of the same thing it's mm-hmm. a, it's the it's the mirror side of the same thing so Think of it too about if there was one thing you would like for your customers to know mm-hmm. that you wish you could communicate better to your customers, what would that be? So let's talk yeah. about those things in May. So um, Friday coming up, I'm wondering, are we going to, we we did the um, profit forecasting uh, uh-huh. one on Monday, and then we we realized that there was a whole nother show for the profit side of that, that we wanted yeah, to, there's quite to, a bit to cover actually that there. on Monday or um, on, on I can't be Friday. sure. Let's, let's announce okay. it when we know for sure we've got all the material together. Because okay. there's a little bit of work to be done to, to take the next step in that conversation. Yeah. I have some pieces I want to be able to introduce. Yeah. Probably early next week we'll have that. But, yeah, just keep a keep an eye to the schedule. And I would just r- remind everybody, the best way to know for sure what these topics are going to be is to follow us on YouTube. Just because that's yeah, the most that consistent yeah. place to make sure you get the notifications. If you subscribe to the channel over there, then you'll make sure you get the notifications yeah. about what these topics and are. And we've, we've had a few dealers reach out to us and it's like, hey. I'd like to get a little bit more information because there really is some some rich content, uh, rich help, rich guidance that comes through this stuff. process yeah. of the cash flow forecast. So if there's anything we can do to help you, I threw up the uh, phone number 903-816-0216 is actually Jim's cell phone. Yeah. Or, or you call can go face. to, call, yeah, uh, or you can go to um, octane.group and mm-hmm. that's uh, the website. And then, I'm also and, at my cell phone number there. I'm accepting funny memes. If you have a funny oh, meme to share, yeah. send it. Let me tell you, this man loves TikTok and funny memes. Funny memes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time to to uh, join us on White Hat Wednesday. We, um, yeah, Friday, it's, um, it's middle of the week. We've got a, a, I hope you guys are having a great week this week so far. And let's finish it strong. See you Friday. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye.